tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, Grace Point fans. It's a very sad day. Well, it's a sad day every day in this town because Danny got killed. But welcome to the Grace Point After Show. I'm your host, Zach Wilson, and let's talk about Grace Point. Yeah. Let's delve into this. Joining me on for tonight's fantastic panel, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Hi, everyone. I'm Adrian Snow. And I'm Anastasia Waller. Welcome back. Thank Anastasia. you. Feels good to be back. Um, let, uh, Kelly is out tonight, but she will be back next yeah. week. Um... But we've got an investigation to go over. I'm your lead detective, Zach Wilson, and I'm deputizing all of you to help me solve this crazy old case <laughs> of Danny Solano um, washing up dead on the shore, or just appearing dead on the shore. We don't really know how he got there yet, except that he was brought by boat around. We found that. So I started talking. We do know how he got there. Yes. He was dragged by boat. <laughs> uh, let's go through our suspect list for this week. Uh, the big one... Mm-hmm. That we've got is Lars Pearson, yes. the mysterious hiker that yeah. uh, what uh, Jack Reinhold talked about a few weeks ago. Yes, um, and now we we've disco- we discover a picture of him um, after they after they find the phone number, they're able to find out who this guy is, mm-hmm. where he is. But they're not allowed to search his house. They're not allowed in. Uh, what do you guys think? That feels like it should be pretty cut and dry search warrant. Right. The phone number yeah. was found in. The, the pocket. Episode. It was in the... Oh, li- oh, yeah. Right, right, yeah. In the yeah. pocket. It was okay. in the lining of Danny's jacket. Yeah. Okay. On a piece of crossword paper. So yeah. that's another thing. Uh, I th- I think the biggest thing I thought was that it was odd that 12-year-old Tommy was able to track down this, this guy. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was weird, <laughs> too. I, were, yeah. I was like, oh, why couldn't they just do that? Well, the cops why found, didn't they immediately do that? Well, the cops found his address right away. Oh, okay. And they, they're at, they've like surrounded his house. He's not there. Yeah. Um, and they want to go inside, but the local sheriff won't let them in without a search warrant. Oh, yeah. From okay. the courts. And the judge won't give it to them. I don't understand why not. But you are allowed to go and question someone. I mean, it's just because he's not there. That's exactly. And you have to, huh. you have to have a warrant. You can't search without well, no, yeah, you can't probable search without cause. Warrant. I feel like the, your phone number in the pocket of a dead kid is a pretty good cause. cause. And so does Detective Carver. Right. Yeah. And also the fact that he went to go visit. Well, he didn't go to visit Beth, but he went to the tourist center. So it's another link. Yeah. Right. This yeah. guy's clearly connected. But it is. That is somewhat loose. Like, it's not definitive evidence. Just because your phone number was found somewhere does not mean yeah. he's guilty. So it does not necessarily well, justify in a child's pocket that's kind of weird yeah but who knows how it got there who knows who gave yeah. it to him if he just found it on the street like there's there's plenty of plausible deniability right th- reasons it could be there but at the same time i feel like the search warrant is justified they should be able to pull that off i mean people get search search warrants for much less i feel yeah. like so yeah it's so, just yeah. another you know way to kind of keep them from getting to that point or discovering something 
Yeah. Um, but so we're, we're, he's sort of on ice. Mm-hmm. We, we did get that Beth recognized him, which was a big, uh, drop. She's going through a, a lot, a lot in this episode. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that she's able to recognize him, he, <laughs> Lars is a pretty creepy guy beyond just like talking to Danny, like all that other stuff. Uh, he's like asking about hunting permits, which is already like, so this guy's probably got a gun mm-hmm. at minimum a bow and arrow. Yeah. But I'm sort of doubting that one. I don't know about you I guys. Know. I didn't really feel... I, I I definitely think he's more of just another red herring. I don't feel like Lars I agree. has he's, much to do with it. Yeah, know? and he doesn't really have any motive. I mean, if he would, they haven't yeah. revealed it, unless it was some type of accident thing. But there's just not enough on him to give him a motive. Having well, an antipsychotic when you come back from the war, it's not n- uncommon. Not enough, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, he also is like, he says... Some intentionally creepy stuff. The beautiful family. You're a beautiful family. Yeah, but that's even like, that. yeah. yeah. I'm not willing to rule him out. I don't think he's the sole killer because that's a dull twist if it's like this guy that nobody knew and he came mm-hmm. in and he showed up and he's this creepy uh, psychotic guy who's got PTSD mm-hmm. and he killed him for some unknown reason. Yeah. Um, no, but I think that he could very well be involved in a larger plot. Because there's, we know that there's something going on that we we aren't privy to yet. There right. is some w- wider conspiracy that we've slowly started to get introduced to. Well, I was thinking maybe even Tommy knows something since Tommy, you know, he pulled out the picture, then he saw the number, and he was obviously bold enough to go and track it. So yeah. I'm like, maybe Tommy has met him before or what? recognized him from somewhere with Danny. Yeah, I feel like Vince kind of put Tommy up to snooping. Oh, yeah. Uh, just from that whole, like, does she know you're here? And he's like, no, and he closes the door. So I feel like he's kind of. Yeah, well, let's, let's talk about And he got the text message. Let's talk about Vince for a second. It. Okay. Um, so Vince, uh, we, who is uh, Mark Solano's employee, mm-hmm. basically, um, we see him fixing stuff up. And we get to know that he has some sort of connection to Susan Wright, our creepy beach lady who has the, all the keys. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really know their whole connection yet, mm-hmm. except that I, I, I'm leaning towards mother-son relationship. It just seems the most logical. Mm. Um, I guess it could be aunt and nephew. Mm. but they're Some connected. type of relation, because she says we have no choice. So they're connected somehow. He can't just get away from her when he she was inviting him to dinner. Yeah. She said we're in this together now or something like that, that we have no choice. So there's some strong bond there. But he didn't show up for the dinner. I feel like if it were a familiar relationship, he would go to the dinner because out of, like, responsibility. Like what you do when maybe you've had a falling out with your parents, but they're your parents, so you go to the dinner anyway. And the fact that he didn't show up made me feel like, that wasn't the link. It wasn't a familial. I mean, who link. knows how dark whatever estranged them was. Like they might be effectively estranged, but he's still living in the town. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he may just like very much dislike his mother mm. and just not want to spend any more time with her than he has to, um, including any family dinners. Possibly. It, it kind of seemed like the link that was happening was. Whatever that was binding them together, um, if they even if they are familiar fam- familial, it was um, the fact that they have this kind of knowledge about what happened to Danny that I felt like 
allowed her to approach him at least. Guilty consciences, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's like they killed him together, <laughs> and they need to come up with their cover story. Yeah, she has something mm. on him for sure. It seems like I think if nothing else, they know what actually happened, and even if they didn't actually commit it, they were kind of in charge of helping to cover it up. I'm starting right. to think this whole town just got together and is like, we're going to kill Danny Solano. <laughs> Everybody's going to play a part in it. Yeah. Um, so we're all guilty. The okay. entire town goes to jail. I feel like I ru- I've ruled out the family, though, in this episode. Mm-hmm. I've ruled out Mark and obviously I never thought Chloe or the mom, but I kind of was able to get further in this episode with crossing off Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least. Uh, ever since the affair came like fully to light, I... I sort of completely backed off of, like, Mark's mm-hmm. involvement. In any way, I didn't think that he actually killed him, but he's still... He, we know what he's hiding at this point. There would have to be another big reveal for us to go back into that. Into yeah. leading him. He, I've, I've crossed him off my suspect So list. Mark is off. Um, Mark is off the list. I don't, I don't even consider him a person of interest anymore. No. Uh, what about... I think Dean's off... I consider him kind of um, Dean's off. I'm not willing to. I'm not willing to cross Dean off just yet, and okay. especially in this week. He's definitely on the list because um, he's got a lot of. He's got a lot of stuff. The cops show up as mm-hmm. soon as he hears them call his name. Dean Iverson bolts, bolts the other direction, um, which is always just suspicious activity. Everybody runs, but he's running <laughs> to the end of a dock. Everybody to a boat. Everybody yeah. runs. Especially, I hate to say it, if you're an ethnic man, you will run if yeah. the police are coming at you. Yeah. And so, I feel like he had a good reason why, too. It was yeah. more of the family thing because he was living with his uncle. Yeah. He was afraid of getting in trouble. And Chloe expressed that, too, to uh, Detective Ellie. So I think I agree with you. I think it was just the family thing. I mean, we know that he has, like, other reasons to run. Mm-hmm. Um I guess he thought he could get in the boat and then, like, sprint into the water. Yeah. But they- you know, it's never illogical <laughs> if you take off running from the cops. I mean, I've never run from any cops. But <laughs> I imagine if you take off running from people who have guns and can easily restrain you, that you're not really thinking logically. You're just like, I should just, just run. panic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they they obviously know his name at this point. Yeah. So, um, but it it is still suspicious. We go through all of his motions of what he was up to with Danny. He still claims he didn't know Danny very well, but he had this one experience with him. So mm-hmm. like it, the two work out because he, he just found Danny. He still didn't know him well. He just had one experience with him and like happened well, to be sleeping he, with his sister. He kind of implied that he you know would kind of hang out with with Danny through video games or giving him a ride on the motorcycle, that that wasn't just like a one-time experience. Um, and he seemed to show kind of concern for the kid. So that's why I don't really mm-hmm. think he had anything to do with the murder because he, he showed a type of, um, I guess, brotherly concern for him in terms of him stealing and, and not wanting him to, to get lost leaving, you know, the town. Yeah. That doesn't ring as someone who wants to kill him. Exactly. Not, definitely and, not wants to kill him. Or has anything to do with his murder. I yeah. Um, it could be, though, that uh, he not, he's not directly, like, involved. He didn't directly cause it or anything like mm-hmm. that. But he has this mysterious uncle that we still haven't met. The detectives have. But we still don't know anything about this guy. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think the uncle's up to that he really doesn't want cops coming around? Uh, I think... I think it's just more of concern that, you know, he doesn't want to lose his house. Maybe 
maybe, oh my gosh, Dean wasn't a good kid, you know, and maybe he's done some bad stuff in his past and his uncle doesn't trust him for that. Or just doesn't want to be bothered. I mean, he probably took Dean in and just, he probably, maybe Dean had issues with his own family. So he just doesn't want to be bothered with that. I don't know. Dean doesn't seem, he doesn't strike me as a bad kid. He doesn't, but that's why I still (laughs) consider him a suspect because he's not, he doesn't seem that threatening now, but the uncle, um, cause it, to have it strung out like where they're not giving us, they're not even showing us that scene. Like mm-hmm. it'd be really easy to have a quick scene of the uncle being like, I, he got into a lot of trouble as a kid. I don't want him getting into trouble with the law or yeah. I'm going to have to kick him out. The fact that they left it as something we haven't met, something we haven't met yet, a, something, some serious thing, they're building it up because there's something behind it. I doubt that it's something as benign as he got into trouble as a kid. I guess. I also, frankly, I kind of saw, I saw a YouTube comment about this as well, but I, I highly doubt they're going to take the one black kid <laughs> on the show and it make him, him in any way, shape, or form a part of his murder. I, yeah. I just really doubt they would do that because then it would just be like everyone throwing their hands up in the air and being like, this is some BS. I don't yeah. want to watch this anymore. It, so I, I don't know. I think I think it's – I tend to lean more towards people who are cookie cutter as people who are potential suspects. Like – Paul, definitely, I had little, you know, sirens shooting off with him this episode. Oh, yeah. me too, definitely. Yeah. I do think, before we, before we, uh, well, let's talk about Paul in a second. Mm-hmm. Before mm-hmm. we leave Dean alone, um, I do think there's more to his story. Yeah. There's a lot more to be told, especially once we get to meet his uncle. Yeah. Um, and it'll be very interesting, because he's not a drug dealer. He did, it was a one-time thing. I think that's pretty solid. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I had ri- originally written Mickey Felton, his the guy he gets the uh-huh. coke from, mm-hmm. down as a suspect, but he seems pretty... It seems like a one-off. Yeah, yeah like, we're not going to go back there. Um, but yeah, so let's, let's talk about Paul. Um, Reverend Paul. I definitely think he might be Danny's father. I was thinking the same thing. I just had this thing. weird moment where he like touched Danny's face, or maybe he's just one of those guys that wishes he was Danny's that w- father. That could have been his yeah. life. That could have been his son, because he's definitely going the extra mile with doing the memorial service and really being there for Beth. But I was thinking the same thing: either it's his son, or he's looking into what his life could have been. Yeah, and the the creepy hand touch mm-hmm. in that one scene. I mean, was that last he- week. I think it was a few weeks ago, but he's definitely in love with Beth. No question about that. Um, He wish he knows that she was sort of cornered into this marriage, shotgun wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I don't know. I I don't think it's something. I don't. There was something creepy about the way he touched the picture of Danny. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and I feels like. Again, a little stereotypical for like the priest to <laughs> like, the point. yeah. But they make a specific reference in this episode to the fact that Danny hated Sunday school. They specifically drop that knowledge. So why did Danny hate Sunday school? Um, because that was the time where he would have been interacting one on one, or at least yeah. closely with Reverend Paul. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't think they're going to go the molestation route, but it has to be brought up because it's. Because it is the first thing that you mm-hmm. think of, and the way that he sort of like st- like pets yeah. the picture of him, it like implies that. I didn't get that. I I thought it was more of like um a fatherly thing, also just because of his kind of obsession with Beth, and then how he got kind of territorial with uh, Raymond, in terms of being like if if they're going to turn to anyone, they're going to turn to me, and that was kind of 
that kind of mirrored how Mark uh, turned on Paul in, I think, the first episode where he threw him up against the wall, mm-hmm. which comes off as more of like a, a type of patri- patriarchal type of reaction, like this is a fatherly protective reaction. So I don't think – it didn't come off as like he molested Danny. If no, anything, would, yeah. Danny might have suspected that that was his father. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. And plus, Interesting. That would be a fun twist. Yeah. Chloe looks similar to Mark. You know, you can see that she has some type of Latino traits, whereas yeah, Danny true. looks white. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I was like, mm, hmm. I was somewhat willing to just chalk that up to casting. Yeah. Um, just the way that, like, uh, Beth's mother seems pretty, she has, like, she seems Hispanic, but Beth does not seem Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought Beth's mother looked white um I, I don't know i didn't really see that type of hispanic look for with her but um i mean even if it's not casting i just get the feeling that there might be some type of yeah. and and also the fact that mark hates him so much yeah i think he probably just hates him though because he knows that um that Reverend Paul is has and probably was always in love with his wife. Yeah. But I don't know if that's the son just because in that one um, end scene, Beth just mm-hmm. seems so loyal to her family mm-hmm. and to Mark. And when she was saying you give every second of your life, you know, to your mm-hmm. family and you realize you don't even know these people. So I could see maybe there being some con- as considering Paul as a suspect that maybe there's some towards a type of resentment um, towards yeah. Danny and Mark, but I don't know of the fair thing just because Beth seems so loyal. She doesn't seem yeah. like she would be yeah. the, a kind of Maybe. A, the person that would cheat. Right. Mm, nobody seems like the kind of person that would cheat until they cheat. Uh, well, it, it seems like everyone in that family has a secret. And so... Sure. Maybe yeah. that is Beth's secret. And you can make other people feel guilty about what they're doing in the present and kind of ignore what you've done in the past. Yeah, I guess yeah. not so much that I don't think she's capable of cheating mm-hmm. as much as, like, just based on her reaction to Mark's cheating. Right. I would doubt that she's cheated before. But And she's also pregnant. Yeah. Could be. Another Reverend Paul baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I have a feeling that it's not it's not just because... The man's in love with your wife. I feel like it, there's more to it than that. And why did he become a priest? Like maybe yeah. he became a priest out of guilt. So everyone has a se- everyone's secret in that family has kind of been revealed except for except for Beth. That's a good secret. point. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah. Well, now we get the that Danny is a shoplifter. So now his is one of his secrets out. I think right. Danny's got a lot more to I come. He was isolated. You know, they don't really. Yeah. I just that moment where um, Dean says to. Ellie, Ellie, yes. That um, it didn't seem like her son and Danny were friends. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's something to to consider. That you know, she thinks that they're so close, but they may not have been friends for the past year or so. You know, yeah, yeah. Because um, we know that. I mean, Tom and him. There's some just from the yeah. first episode. We know that he deleted a whole series of texts. Yeah. yeah. Um, which again, I feel like cell phone companies have that on records, don't they? Or do they I, just I think have, they like, do, the yeah. numbers so that they could look up, like, who he was texting? Yeah, it's weird that they calling. haven't done that yet. Um, maybe they, maybe it's sort of the sort of thing that we're supposed to assume that they did, but there was nothing. Like, they wouldn't think text messages between two people who are conceivably best friends is Yeah, but suspicious. around the time yeah. that those texts were going out, maybe, maybe they would think something. 
Because on that screen, it was like Danny, 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 all these texts going out and probably yeah. no response. So Interesting. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see what happens when they do find the cell phone. Because they, they, they mentioned it again in this episode. The cell phone is missing. But mm-hmm. They're also still trying to find the skateboard, which we know Susan has. Yes. Creepy Susan mm-hmm. with her dog. And that Vince works on skateboards. So it was kind of like, uh, a, oh, okay, well, that's interesting. They're kind of Yeah, that Tom that. brings his skateboard to be fixed. Mm-hmm. I totally expected him to, like, unhook the wheel and find something. I know it's not a car or anything where this stuff <laughs> can really get jammed there. Unhook it, and then there's blood in the trucks. <laughs> um, and, but no, he, but he, he shuts the door in a creepy way. Yeah. yeah. Just in case you were curious. Um, and if you're curious out there how you can help us out here at AfterBuzz TV, you can go onto iTunes. See, I'm, those transitions are getting <laughs> way better. Um, but thank you guys so much uh, for tuning in again this week. Uh, this is a, a blast of a show to do, and it's a blast that you guys listen to it, that you guys are enjoying the show. And the way you can help us out is to go onto iTunes, hit us with a rating. It means a lot to us as as the people who host this show, but also to the network. It helps everyone out. It makes a world of difference to helping keep the lights on here, helping keep the doors open, helping keep these free podcasts coming to you every week. There are over 80 shows that AfterBuzz puts out every week. That's a lot of programming to put out. Um, and you guys can help us out. It only takes a minute of your time, so just go on there, write a quick review, hit us with a rating. I hope it's five stars, and I hope to see you back next week. So let's keep going down our suspect list. Okay. Um, Paul's big, we had his big blow up this week where he corners Raymond. We have these two men of faith, in a way. Yeah. Sort of battling it out. They both Mm want to help. Um, And Raymond seems genuine, at least least in terms of his desire to help. Uh, What do you guys think of, what are you guys thinking of, what are you guys thinking of him at this point? He was right about the boat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 difficult to say. I was talking with a friend about that a few weeks ago about how you know people turn to whatever they need to in terms of faith. So you yeah. know, people go get their tarot card readings and people go to church. And um, for from someone who's on the outside, that's not really that different. It's just you know. It's just the mindset of how uh, people view it is different. And so um, I think I can understand why Beth is turning to Raymond because Raymond is giving some type of result. He has some type of answer, whereas with Paul, all he can really say is, you know, let's pray together. Mm -hmm. And if your son is dead, I wouldn't think that would be enough for me either. Uh, I do think... It's really odd for a priest to attack a man in the street. Yeah, I thought that was No matter if you agree with their beliefs or not, that's just not what you're supposed to do as a priest. And then get really territorial about the family. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, the Christian church getting territorial? Sounds about right. (laughs) Not face to face. Maybe like money and power. Uh, Never mind. Scratch that. (laughs) But uh, not face to face. (laughs) Um. I mean, because at, at, the, at the end of the day, he's still just a person, and he's getting he's getting very protective of his friend, yeah. this woman that he's in love with. So it rings true to me. It still does ring suspicious, like we talked about. But I want to know what happens when Raymond has more, like, is right about more details, and yeah. gets in the way a little bit more. 
Um, and they actually have to dig into who this guy really is that works for the telephone company, just happens to be in town yeah. and has weird levels of details. Like it's somebody that Danny knows, which is like, it's a fair gamble, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's especially a in a town. small town. Yeah. And, and I mean, that what is it? All the crimes say like anytime somebody's killed 95% of the time, it's somebody that they knew. Yeah. yeah. Um, so very interesting. Um, those are sort of my suspect. That's sort of my suspect list at this point. Yeah. So sort of gone through. We had Lars Dean, the priest. Uh, I crossed off Mickey Felton. Susan Wright is still pretty far up there with, mm-hmm. along with Vince. And uh, I'm not willing to cross off Raymond yet because he's just kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, could we talk a little bit about <clears throat> Emmett's, uh, illness? Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Kind of took him down. I think it's cancer. Really? I, I think just mm-hmm. after, the fact that he lost energy and fell to the ground, it just seems like, it seems like it's cancer. Like, the energy yeah. thing, I thought that was because of the, wa- he was approaching water. Because he saw the water and they kept, sh- we kept saying, why is there so much water? And they yeah. got closer and it was like, he couldn't jump on the boat. Like he's something, I mean, I know he has some type of illness, yeah. but I thought that's why he lost energy because he couldn't move forward and got weak. But the previous week, he he was able to get close to the boat. Like, he didn't get on the boat, but he was able yeah. to get close to it. I don't know. And he's, you know, looking at water pretty much all the time at Grace mm-hmm. Point from the murder scene and everything. What would be the needle thing, though, if you have cancer? Um, somebody you... said that it can uh, – you sometimes use a needle for migraines, oh, um, okay. certain sort of types of migraines. So that leads me to believe some sort of brain tumor. So, like, cancer, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking yeah. it's in the brain um, because that would – Stress could absolutely mm. cause the brain to expand just enough to cause a tumor to press and then, like, sort of knock him down. Yeah. I mean, it, I'm I'm not sure where it lies, but mm. judging by just his kind of weak state, I, I assume it's some type of cancer. Um, and anytime... I don't know when you put a needle in your leg. We, why do we put needles in our leg? Because it sh- it goes through the stream faster. Or it goes it, like yeah. Something yeah. I think it, it's just a it's an effective muscle way. Or, yeah. So it it's that's kind of what I think. I don't think it's necessarily that you know he he's having like some type of mental issue or emotional issue. I think he's actually dying. <laughs> oh yeah, well he's definitely so, sick. They tell yeah. him we we heard uh, last week from the doctor like uh you need to take it easy. Like maybe yeah. you should take yeah. off this case. Like you, you yeah. can't be stressed out. Like it's going to kill you. Yeah. Um we know that at this point like, he's putting his life on the line mm-hmm. to to investigate this murder. Um and so he so he's reasonably stressed out. Although he does find time to joke around a little bit. With yeah. uh, with Ellie in this episode, which yeah. I thought was cute, she's and like she's messing with him a little bit. They're getting a little bit friendlier. They mm-hmm. are. Uh, so, so no, it's right. Um, the whole Gemma was Gemma coming on to Emmett. Did uh, you that weird feeling? Like? Yeah, she was totally oh, coming on. I mean, look doing? at the yeah. end of the day, it's Dave Tennant. True. Yeah. British lady comes on Dave Tennant. It's but it just sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I suppose. I mean, if if he approached me, well, I, I did meet David Tennant once and I totally froze. But uh, and he's married. But um, yeah, it was it was uncomfortable because he's perfectly aware that she has just had an affair with a married yeah. man, and, and she's aware she's, that he knows about it. Yeah, and then she's coming on to him. And she's like, "I hope you don't look at me 
poorly because of that. I'm like, woman, don't play the desperate <laughs> innkeeper card. Okay? I mean, I guess that for her, that was like a fling. Like she just like hooked up with somebody. She's not in a relationship. And here's this presumably single uh, new man in town. And you don't see a lot of new people in town, really. Yeah, she needs um, to calm down, though. <laughs> she needs to calm down for a little bit. But uh, we do get uh, somebody, Janine... Uh, was it Janine? Renee? Or Janelle? Who? The, the person on the phone that Detective oh, Carver calls uh, up. Julianne. Julianne. Mm-hmm. I knew it was a Jane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it only took me four tries. <laughs> um, but so, who do you guys think? Is this an ex? Is this somebody who, I, my first thought was the mother of uh, the girl who died mm. in the last town. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if that if it could be somehow connected. I'm um, uh, somehow connected to the case that he screwed up. It seemed like it was his ex-wife. Yeah, I think it was an ex because it yeah. seemed like at that time in that scene, it was he was calling someone for comfort. Yeah, and he yeah. looked at it before. He looked at the number earlier, and when when uh, right before Gemma came up to him mm-hmm. and put the phone down. So it seems like I mean, you only do that. My personal experience, you only like stare longingly <laughs> at a, a number and think about calling it if it's an like ex. my mom. No, like, <laughs> you don't do that to your mom. You, yeah. you're just like, should I call? No, I shouldn't call. Yeah, yeah. You're like, no, it's like ten thirty at night. It's, it's there on the east coast. They're I gonna can't. think I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. And he might be. I don't know. But but as as we were saying, his relationship with Ellie is getting is getting better. Mm-hmm. It's getting more jovial. Her husband has now invited her to uh, convinced her to invite him to dinner. dinner. Yeah, I kind of suspect the husband only because the last time I saw that actor was on American Horror Story, and he played the really like sweet kind husband, and he turned out to be like a winch a witch hunter. So in my head, I'm like, <laughs> You're like it's, it's still him. him. It's still him. <laughs> but I know it's not, but in my head. He was out of town on the vacation. Sure. Yeah. Sure. They were all out of town. He planned it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know it's you. I'm telling you, it's everybody in the town. They all did I, it I together. I know, it's a giant yes. conspiracy. It turns out this is a, a cult thing. It's some, like, creepy <laughs> horror movie. They like, sacrificed him. <laughs> yeah, it's like Hot Fuzz or something. Yeah. Greater <laughs> good. Exactly. They just, they... Danny Solano had to die. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did see at the very end of this episode a burning boat. The yeah. boat that transferred that I guess they put Danny's body on. Is right. what it seemed like. Um, almost like Viking funeral. I was yeah. expecting to see a body. <laughs> a second there, I did think there was going to be a body. Um, but it does, we don't, at least don't see one. It's possible, but yeah. Um, well, we won't talk about the previews mm-hmm. until we get yeah. into predictions, but. <laughs> Um, what all we got is this like ending image. Like last week, we sort of ended on the spinning beach ball of death, yeah. Yeah. and this week we end on the burning but. boat of mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, well, actually, why don't we get into predictions? Okay. Officially, and now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Okay, so why don't we start with the boat? It's where we left off the episode. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think is in there? Go ahead. Um, I think I thought it was just being burned for evidence. I don't know if anything was in there, but I'm wondering how they found it because it hasn't been discovered yet, right? Up until this point, they haven't discovered the boat. Yeah, it seemed like the person who had the boat set it on fire. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just guessing that it's just being burned for evidence. I don't know if there's anything inside of it, mm-hmm. but yeah. 
I mean, maybe well, if if we find like a piece of a skateboard in there, yeah, um, then we know. Well, we, we as the fans <laughs> know where to pin it, who to pin it on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so probably not that easy. But it, we see in the preview that they're investigating, that they're tearing it apart mm-hmm. um, because they know what it is. Mm-hmm. Right after it's point. been burned, though, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think they're just going to assume that if somebody pushed a burning boat out into the ocean, there's a good reason for it. <laughs> Yeah, especially yeah. in a small town. That would, that's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so what do you guys think is coming up as we move forward? I think that um, Detective, or I think Ellie, is going to find out some more about her son, Tommy. Because right now she's kind of not aware of what he's doing or kind mm-hmm. of snooping around. So I feel like in the next episode or very soon, she's going to start to kind of catch on to what her son's doing and then get suspicious about him um let me see yeah that was my main biggest prediction okay i think next week's going to be more of a focus on carver uh just in terms of his illness maybe a little bit more about his backstory his family we we saw him in the Mm -hmm. hospital yeah maybe we'll find a little bit more about why renee hates him so much and maybe then renee will get tired and go back to san francisco because i'm kind of sick of her yeah, sick of um, oh <laughs> yeah we totally forgot about renee and owen well, in this episode yeah, it's fine that we and did you just <laughs> owen's like uh deal real well let's go over it real quick yeah. uh, owen's dealing with i guess a gambling his mom's a, or drinking gam- or something. gambling or drinking she took yeah. out all of his money which, yeah. which is what led me to believe gambling yeah yeah um but and then Renee just like shows up with a bottle of booze after seeing him talking to the detective. If, I mean, just most of the characters on here are well written and mm-hmm. fleshable, like fully fleshed characters. Her character is just like bore me. She's such an a stereotype. An yeah, just go somewhere, please, and die. Kill yourself. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, but it was just. Oh, I'm so sick of her. I'm so sick of her, like, being nosy and randomly flirting with Owen. Yeah. She needs to get useful. Yeah, she needs to get useful real quick. Real quick, seriously. So hopefully they'll use her backstory to kind of tell more about Emmett's backstory, and that's how she'll be abused. Yeah. Cool. Um, that, I hope that that comes soon. It has to come at some point, I think. Yeah. We've got six episodes to go. Um, I think absolutely we're going to see a lot more of his backstory because he's sick. And like mm-hmm. now he's, he, he, we saw him yelling about being taken off the case because if they know he's sick, um, again, cancer mm-hmm. seems a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to, I think, because uh, we also left on the cliffhanger of is Beth going to call Mark out? Cause oh, she, yeah. She's like, yeah, are you promise sure? Promise me. Yeah, promise me. That's not, that's, that's, that's all. So there's lame. nothing else I know just about. Just do it. I, like, I, I, I saw you making out with Gemma. I know. Just, just, do, just it. do it already. I wanted her to do it the whole episode. I'm just like, please, Beth, call him out on it. So I think yeah. next week she'll call him out. Okay. I, I don't think they can string that along for too much, yeah. <laughs> too much longer. Ugh. Um, but yeah, so any other thoughts on this week's episode, guys? I mean, the daughter already called him out in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But awesome. like we, but we want. I want to see Beth do it. I want to see her do it publicly, or at least yeah. in front of like somebody. Yeah, somebody that's gonna be like. Ooh. Uh, she might even call out. What's the the innkeeper's name? Gemma. Yeah, she might yeah. call her out first. Go up to that, and that seems. Or likely. the daughter might just call him out in front of the mom. I don't know. I, Something's I, gonna blow up. Yeah. I don't want to see her call out Gemma though, because that's less satisfying. Like she did. 
it's not nice to sleep with somebody else's husband, but yeah, like no. it's still more on him than it is on her. Yeah. Like he did a really bad thing here. Yeah. And had some really terrible timing. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. But thank you guys for joining <laughs> us yeah. uh, for another edition of Grace Point here at AfterBuzz TV. This was episode four, called episode four. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, where can the people uh, keep up with you guys during the week? You guys can find me on Instagram at Anastasia Waller. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Miss Adrian Snow. That's A D R I A N Snow, like John Snow. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at ThatZachWilson, the T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And also here at AfterBuzz, tons of shows. Uh, Grimm comes back on Sundays. I'm so excited. Uh, Z Nation, Resurrection, uh, Doctor Who and Doctor Who Classics, Sleepy Hollow, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I got a long list going. <laughs> it's like an addiction. Thank you guys for so much for tuning in. I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 